Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography, a podcast all about the things that we love about photography. This is Focus on Rotation, where I have different hosts joining me at the desk as we share and learn each week. Come and enjoy this week's episode with us. Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, Discussing Photography. I'm Steve Finkel. And I'm flying solo on this episode again. Yeah, COVID's really taken a bit of a toll on trying to get people through to sit down at the desk, but we will get there in the end and we've got a lot of people lined up to come in. But this episode I wanted to talk about, because one of the things that relates to photography very heavily is the business side of photography. So so I want to talk to photographers out there who may be using photography as a side gig or a side hustle, that they're basically using it to make a bit extra money. There's also photographers obviously striving to try and get to the point of becoming totally sufficient and generating enough income just being a a photographer. It is challenging being in business. I ventured off in business for myself at the age 23, and I've never worked for anyone since. Um, So it's been a very long time that I've you know, that I actually worked for a boss where I actually kind of had to report to someone. It was an incredible, I suppose, leap of faith to, I suppose, cut free and start a business and be 100% reliant on you producing the income. So it's, you know, like I said, it's had some had some challenging times and times there, obviously, you have to be stay incredibly motivated. You have to believe in yourself and you have to know that you know, there's something, there's always something around the corner. Even though the situation may be difficult, I've seen the ups and downs. Yes, you're going to go through difficult times, you're going to go through boom times. And that's just, that's the nature of, of a lot of things to do with business. But, I'm, you know, one of the things that's always interests me about businesses and people do, you know, say, when's the best time to start a business? And I'm saying to people, I do believe the younger you are, the better. I, th- I just think, I mean, People, I see a lot of people who get to an older point in life and decide that they're going to have a crack at doing a business and they, I think they find it a little bit harder. I don't know, it's because when you're younger, I think you are kind of more, well, you sometimes you just don't see the danger. So it's probably, and the challenges, so you, you just push forward anyway. As you get older, I think sometimes people become a lot more cautious in their approach, which means, you know, in, in business, you do have to take risks. But risk is a part of is really a part of doing business. If you don't take the risk at some point, you're never going to get the benefits. So it's like I said, it is very challenging. And I think I've been very fortunate with my business career. I've you know been able to do things, and it's it's allowed me to do things that I've wanted to do. So I've been able, you know able to travel quite a bit. I've been able to build my photography, which is predominantly my photography even though I do 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 some paid work some freelance stuff from time to time and I do sell some stuff from time to time my main motivation is most of the work is it's done for me it's done for personal reasons I just love creating and it's just a fantastic you know medium to be able to create something that people can enjoy and that's why you know I like getting out and shooting and and doing what I do I also like educating people so it's part of the podcast so you know we get a lot of feedback from people saying how it's helped them 
with their particular aspect of it. They just hear hear what we've talked about on the podcast and it's kind of related to them and it's resonated with them and they've been able to, to go away and take some of that information and build on it and use it to, you know, help their photography, which is fantastic. And we always do love hearing those stories when and we get many, many DMs from people who send us I've listened to this episode and it really I really connected and you really made me think about this or now I'm going to, you know, know, I've got an idea now what I need to do to move forward. And that's fantastic and we love that. And I always appreciate the feedback we get on these podcasts. You know, for people who are trying to, like I said, make some income out of photography, from day one you need to treat it as a business. So you need to set yourself up in such a way that you're you're giving out quotes to people. So when someone asks you to do a job, and a quote can be simply as a you know an email saying yes I can do that for X amount of dollars and this is what this is what I'm going to deliver so be clear in your messaging of what you're going to deliver so people go oh I thought you were going to give me you know XYZ number of images and they were going to have this and that and everything else no but if you can say well, you can have that but obviously it's going to cost more messaging is really important to get the messaging and the communication right because a lot of times nearly you know most disputes that I've ever seen from my business career have happened because one of the parties didn't understand what was being proposed or what was going to happen and they assumed that something might this might happen but really the other person thought no I'm not doing that I'm doing this so that clear messaging is one of the really important fundamental rules of business is is basically like I said getting the messaging right and having it having a having a audit trail being able to go back nothing worse than she said he said you can have that argument and it just goes around and around and around in a loop it's a continuous loop it just never stops as soon as you can say no actually I did email you and I did actually point out to you that I was going to do this or this was going to be there was going to be an extra cost for me to do this because of the travel or whatever once you've got that like I said document then makes it easier then for the other person to understand that oh I, I misunderstood what okay, I thought you had included that, I, I should have read to the bottom of the page or whatever. So but it's, it is very important, like I said, to have that information and give that information out freely. That's one of the like fundamental tips I give people who are looking at going into business is really work on that really, really hard to make sure you do get that correct. The other thing is pricing. Pricing is something that you need to work out what, what's your price point going to be where are you going to price it and there's a number of number of things you need to take in consideration if you've got fixed costs so there's things that you if you're renting studio space or you're renting equipment or you're doing other things they're costs that you have to recover so you've got to bring them into your pricing strategy to know that I need to charge x amount for this particular job because I'm going to need to hire this lens I'm going to need to hire this space or these lights or some other aspect that you're going to need to bring in to create that work so be very clear like I said quoting is really important like that you actually work out what you're going to what you're going to do how you're going to do it and what the costs are and there's a thing in business called break even and break even is a basically it's where you understand where all your costs are and you know how much turnover you need to do to get to the break even point so this is where you make you don't lose money but you don't make any money but it's really important to know what your break-even point is. 
And the things that you've got to consider is, you know, if you've got, and you should be looking at this if you're doing some type of, you know, professional photography thing, you should have some type of insurance in place. So that could be a yearly or it could be a monthly premium for that. So you're going to have things like your cost of your insurance, which is going to be one of your fixed costs. Like I said, there's going to be equipment costs. So equipment equipment wears out. So if you buy a new camera, you know that you're going to get a couple of years out of that piece of equipment, but it's also going to need maintaining. So it's going to need, over that time, it's going to, going to need some maintenance. It's going to need some, you know, it's going to need sense clean. It might need some attention to the to the shutter, depending on how many images you're taking. There's things that have to happen. So you, you need to kind of budget in a factor that every 12 months, your equipment's going to cost you X because you're going to actually need to maintain it. Now, like your public liability insurance, it's very wise to actually have your equipment insured. So your equipment, you know, if you have an insurance policy that covers you, say someone broke into your car and stole your equipment or something happened, you know, having a bit of fire or something would happen and you lost your equipment, you need to be able to obviously replace it. So the insurance is real important. So these are number fixed costs. So basically you've got to then take the cost of your insurance, work it out like into a 52-week pattern so you actually know how much a week the insurance component for your equipment costs. So that then now becomes another part of your formula to work out your break-even point. And you're throwing in other things too. I mean, if you're running, if you're doing your vehicle, if your vehicle's an integral part of your workflow, so you're needing to drive to and from jobs and you're doing, I don't know, X amount of kilometres doing those jobs, you need to factor that in that, you know, there's wear and tear on the tyres, there's maintenance on the car, there's all those things. That's another cost that you need to recoup within your pricing. So once you've got all your costs down on paper, and the thing is to take a sheet of paper and just write these things down and just think of everything else. And there may be things that are really specific to you. I mean, it may be that you're, uh, you've you ch- chosen to join an association and so you've got a membership. Or it could be subscriptions because you're following the latest trends in in weddings. So you're subscribing to a number of of like, you know, wedding magazines. These are all costs. So you need to put all these things down on paper. And people sometimes are quite surprised when they actually put it all down on paper and then discover that how much money they need to make each week just to pay those bills, just to pay them. They're not making any not making one cent, they're just paying those bills. Helps understand how many jobs you need to get, how much you need to charge for a job. And the other thing about once you've got your break even point and you've, you know, it helps you work out your pricing, then you need to have a really clear path on how the pricing, how, how you're going to get paid. It's all good and well to do a job and then suddenly find that you, you know, send an invoice and then have to wait weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. You know, be very clear in your quoting about how your pricing structure it works, whether there's a, whether the deposit, when the deposit needs to be paid, if there's progress payments when they need to be paid, and the final payment when it needs to be paid, you know, does it will it you know need to be paid upon the receival of of the images or what point does that kick in? And you can choose your terms. It's your business, so you can actually make up your terms of how you're going to actually deal with finance side of it. And like I said, most people they shy away from it. They shy away from the whole pricing, talking about money. The reason people do, you do photography is you're doing it at the end of the day, if it's for producing an income, it's about getting paid. 
and you need to understand all those things and you need to make sure that you've got all those things very, very clear in your mind so they can be very, very clear to your client so your client can understand it. And it needs to be documented and written down so your client can't dispute and say, oh, I didn't realise I'd have to pay this at this point or whatever. You just communicate these things and make sure they're aware of it. The other thing is it's always good to get advice. Like whenever you start a business venture, you know, tax is the thing that catches most people out. People start, you know, they start working and they start making money and they bring in this money, but they don't think about the tax implications is it doesn't matter how you earn your money. You know, when you're a, when you're a PAYG earner, so you basically work for a boss and the boss calculates at the end of the week, he's paid you X amount of dollars and he needs to take out an X amount of tax then he submits that tax to the taxation department. So when you come to do your tax at the end of the year and you've got some deductions and you know, you've paid X amount in tax and you're actually entitled to a refund because you've got some deductions or whatever, that's just, you know, you don't have to think about that. But as soon as you start working for yourself, you have to start thinking about these things that you need to put aside money each week um, to have money to pay tax. Things like once you hit a threshold and you you know, you need to charge GST. GST is not yours. So GST is belongs to the government and you have to pay it back to them and they get quite narky if you don't pay it back. See, but you can't kind of get to that point and go, oh, I didn't understand, I'm going to have to pay all this. The other thing too is if you continue to work as a POYG earner, you know, there's a threshold in Australia where you can learn a certain amount of tax, a certain amount of money before paying tax. Once you've hit that threshold, then you start paying tax based on the amount on the on the schedule. When you work a second job, what can happen is you can sometimes be getting paid you know, 200 bucks a week and there's no actual tax being taken out of that. The problem is that when it comes time to do your tax, you can actually run into a problem where you've actually earned this money but you haven't paid enough tax and then you're going to be presented with a tax bill. So these things you need to go off and get professional advice on. You need to go and talk to... You know, it's, it's some of the best money you'll ever spend is sitting down with a person who can help you through that process and help you understand what your obligations are because you don't want to, you know, I've seen many, many times people, particularly in the photography space, work head down, you know, they're just working, you know, trying to bring in money, doing whatever jobs, and they're making this money and then and then I get to a point where they have to do something with their, you know, put their tax in to find that, They've got this massive tax bill and they don't actually have the money to pay for it. And if they had some, some, done some planning and put that money, some money aside to kind of make sure that, you know, and it, it can be a weekly thing where you might, and a lot of times with bank accounts, now you can actually have a like a sub-account and you can be putting, transferring money across into that sub-account to that, you know, just so you've got a pool of money sitting there to, to help go towards your tax. It might completely meet the needs of your tax um, but at least if you're trying to think about how you can put yourself in a better position you're not going to be able to um, you're not going to run into that problem the other thing too is structures with business it's really important to get the structure right so that's whether you're a sole trader you're a set up some type of company or whatever again this is somewhere where you need to go and sit down and talk to somebody the other thing a bit of advice I can give if you're setting up a photography business is give some thought to the name. So, you know, it's fine to be, you know, work under your own name 
and call yourself, you know, Joe Bloggs photographer for argument's sake. That can be great, and you can can you can do that, and um, a lot of people do that. But some people then go out and they'll create a name. So there's a couple of thoughts behind this: is that sometimes people get very lucky in business and their business grows really well, but they've tied themselves to a name that might be a geographical boundary. You know, it might be like you know North Brisbane photography, and you know, so you grow your business, but all of a sudden you've got all this work that's coming in from New South Wales, but you're North Brisbane Photography. So it doesn't kind of sometimes people might think, oh, no, well, they only, they only do photography in North Brisbane, so I wouldn't consider this person. So, again, thinking about the name is important to have a name. Sometimes that's a bit generic, so that could work in any location, so it's not bound to, you know, if you were, you know, had something like you could call yourself Sunshine Photography, you know, something you mean you know, you could be from the Sunshine Coast area, but, you know, Sunshine Photography is not tying you to a geographical location. It's But, you know, it's, it's it's again, something to give thought to because if you do, business does take off and it does really, really grow and you get to the point where maybe at some point you want to exit out of the business and, it's, and you're trading under your own name, that can be difficult. And I've seen people buy businesses that have transitioned and have kept the original name, but it's run by completely different people because the name has become the brand. So again, it's one of those things that you do have to think about how you brand yourself as a photographer. The other things you need to think about as well is where you, I suppose, where you put yourself and how you present yourself. And these days with all the different social media platforms, it's easy for you to go out there and put something out there one of the things is be consistent like try and be consistent across your branding so you're not sending out mixed messages to people the other thing is it's always good to even if you're not to the point where you're starting your business but you haven't actually got to the point of building a website is getting an email address and these days you can actually get and set up an email address and you can have it so if you say register sunshine photography you can get a url Sunshine Photography, these are all surmising that these names that you're picking are available. And there's a number of tools you can use in Australia. You can search on the asset website. You can actually go through and do a, a business name search. So you can see if people are actually really using that business name. So they'll give you an idea of business names that are similar to it um, because you won't always get one registered if it's too similar or could be, um, you know, could be, could confuse a consumer that this might be this company, but really it's another company. So you can get a, a URL and then you can get an email. So your email then is, you know, it could be sales at sunshinephotography.com. Again, it's just moving, it just makes it more professional rather than being sales at gmail.com. It kind of, for some people, it will turn them off because basically they think, is this, a, is this business, you know, are they sustainable They've got a Gmail account. Nothing wrong with Gmail accounts, fantastic. But from a business point of view, that sometimes people are making these decisions based on information that you're giving them. So information like your email address. These things can sometimes send a very positive message, but sometimes they can also send a negative message. So you just need to be kind of mindful. The other thing to do, it's always good on everything you do, is to have someone eyeball it for you. So have someone who... Have a look over it. The other thing which is also extremely helpful when you're starting off business is is to find yourself a mentor. 
find someone who's done it and been successful and you know reach out to them and even if they're not in the photography business they may be in a completely different business but if they've had a successful business the formula for business is the same for every business once you understand costs your pricing your communication your branding all that type of stuff every business in that aspect is the same every business has delivering different products if you're delivering photography over whether you're doing you know a florist make doing flowers you're still the same principles apply that you know florist needs to understand their costs you know they've got cold rooms to run they've got power bills to run the cold rooms they've got stock that's perishable so they know that a percentage of their stock is going to wilt and um, have to be thrown out so you know they cost all this into their pricing strategy so when they do a bunch of flowers it kind of covers off all these things so there again so you can you can find someone out there in the community who's actually already got a business and actually reach out to them and especially if you're starting out and say hey look I'm I'm starting out in my business I'm trying to, to get my head around the whole business thing there's lots of great clips and YouTube videos and different things out there as well but sometimes talking to a person can make it much more you know relatable rather than trying to understand watching a, a YouTube clip or something like that and sometimes like I've said you know these certain things in certain localities that are important to understand and these things sometimes don't come across in online videos you don't you can get a generalized you know information a bit like this podcast it's it's very very generalized but the idea is it's to get you thinking and go off and ask the questions to get the answers that are you know that are relevant to yourself so like I said great I mean I totally embrace the whole self-employment thing I'd I would not have it any other way even if all the challenges that I've had to face over the years I'm so glad that I actually went out and did it I've really enjoyed my time like I said being able to create something basically and grow something and also bring other people along as well which I've been able to do as well which I've been grateful for as well so like I said on this episode a little bit different yes talking about the the kind of the back end of photography not the actual you know the creative side or you know the equipment side but really one of the most important things that will either make or break you as a photographer if you can get the business side of your photography business right you will you know be able to grow your business and become successful because I see that's where I when I talk to photographers sometimes I understand you know I see that they're really the areas they're lacking in and nine times out of ten the the areas that they lack in is is they're lacking the business skills to be able to to make good business decisions and be able to navigate through the challenges that businesses throw up at you from time to time and you know everything you know there's always going to be a challenge and you're always going to be able to kind of you know deal with that and work a strategy out to move forward so like I said been a bit of a different podcast without having a co-host in here and just sitting in the studio by myself but I just hope that people will kind of connect with some of the words that I've spoken about today. And like I said, I've fully embraced the idea of being self-employed. And like I said, there's been many of a successful photographer out there. And like I said, but it's usually when you look back at them, they've, they've really, the success has come from understanding their business and understanding what they needed to do to be able to make that business work and grow. Until next time. Happy photography and um, thanks for listening. See ya.
That's all for this episode this week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a comment and don't forget to follow us on your favourite podcast app and social media sites. Remember, photography is a pursuit where there's always something new to learn. Safe and happy shooting, everyone. Thank you.